On this episode, Consumer Reports' top picks for 2015, next on Talking Cars. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Talking Cars with Consumer Reports. I'm Tom Mutchler. I'm Jake Fisher. I'm Gabe Shenhar. It's that time of the year where we reveal our top picks for 2015. Let's first explain, what does a car need to do to qualify to be a top pick? To be a top pick, well, it has to be a really good car. So, I mean, we test all these vehicles, uh, we put them on a rating, so it's going to be a very highly rated car, but that's not enough. That's not enough. No. That's not enough. So, it's got to be right at the top of our ratings, but also it has to be reliable. It's got to have a reliability record. Mm -hmm. so, um, so, a brand new car out there, we don't know about, we're not going to make that a top pick. We want something that's going to be able to you know, be good and stay good. Um, the other thing is crash test, too. So, mm -hmm. if this car is done bad in a crash test, it's not going to be a top pick either. Right. Uh, there's some big trends in this year's list. And let me just add here that mm. the reliability comes from our 8 million subscribers, which give us uh, this year gave us uh, information on 1.1 million cars. Right. And we'll also find that a couple of really good cars didn't make the list because of not having reliability information. Um, a big trend this year is America's doing pretty well. They have three cars mm -hmm. on the top picks list. Yeah, absolutely. And leading that list is our top scoring car, the, the Tesla Model S. Yes, the Tesla Model S returns for a second year in a row as a top pick, uh, best car we've ever tested. Uh, and uh, rightly so. It, uh, it drives beautifully. It's uh, really a game changer kind of a car. And um, it's, it, it works. It's very practical. And there were some uh, concerns uh, that maybe some teething problems are going to knock it off our list because of reliability, but it didn't pan out to be the case. Uh, not, I mean, not enough. No, no, the car still has average reliability. You know, I mean, not only is it a high-tech electric car, it's a joy to drive. <clears throat> it's a great car to drive, but, um, you know, Tesla Model S, that's so, you know, last year. So, I mean, we were one of the very first ones out there, and we bought our own Tesla Model S, but, I mean, in the news, everyone's talking about the P85D, mm -hmm. which is the one that goes to, uh, goes to 11, right? Infinity and beyond. Infinity, yes. I think it's a button that goes to the uh, hyperspeed, hyperspeed. Yep. So, um, yeah, so. Insane be, mode, that's Insane that's, mode, yeah. exactly. So, so, now they've come out with a new model. It's even faster and supposed to be even more energy efficient. Um, so, and all-wheel drive. And all-wheel drive. And uh, safety, you know, the, the active safety feature. It'll be interesting right. to see if there are, our viewers uh, want us to, to get one. Yeah, let us know. Would you like us to buy a P85D? We'd like to buy a P85D. But... It's $120,000. Right. So, 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 yeah. So, I mean, we, we rated Tesla as basically the best car we have on record. It looks like they have a better one. It'll be interesting to see. But um, whichever one you get, the car is an amazing car to drive. It's very, very efficient and roomy and... That the Tesla is on the top of our list is no surprise. It's a great car. Almost everyone who's driven it has raved about the car. What surprises me, though, is if, if, if you out there really want a surprise, go drive a new Chevy Impala. You know, because when they redesigned that thing for 2014, it, it just revolutionized the car. It was a car that you, if you were offered it as an upgrade at the rental place, you say, no, 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 I'll, I'll keep, right, I'll keep right. the Forte. You know, I'm good. Um, but now, you know, the Impala, now that it's had a year, we know that the V6 has average reliability. It's our top pick of big car, large car. Yeah, well, it's, it's tough. I mean, it, it, it's a large car. It still carries around that Chevy Impala name. But I mean, if you ignore Chevy Impala and you just drive this car for what it is, it is compatible with luxury vehicles. It is a luxury vehicle through and through. It's got, you know, it drives great. It's, it's quiet. It's, it does everything really, really well. And it's, it's, 
Yeah, it surprised me. We were like, how, how could you say they were Impala? Right. You gotta drive one. Uh, you know, to that point, uh, while we were testing the Impala, we were also testing the Acura RLX <laughs> and jumping between these sure. two cars, uh -huh. which have like a $20,000 difference between them. Yeah. It was so clear that the Impala just outdid the R RLX in, in every, every single count. Yeah. Right. You know, and it outdoes yeah. it, it outdoes the Lexus ES. It outdoes the Toyota mm -hmm. Avalon. I mean, right. maybe not in fuel economy or ultimate reliability, but as a car to drive for comfort, for noise, for uh, it, it's just a terrific car. Something probably the biggest surprise and probably one of the most controversial one is our top pick for sports sedan is the Buick Regal. Yeah, how about that? Buick is Buick and Sport. Do they even go together? But. Uh, so let me explain. Uh, Please it was, do. Uh, the BMW 3 Series uh, uh, last year, mm -hmm. which was top rated. Since then, it was uh, outscored by the Mercedes C-Class. C-Class, we don't have any reliability on. The reliability of the BMW dropped. And then, guess what? What's next? Buick Regal. The Regal's a really nice car. It's a really nice car. It's a very uh, has a very Germanic kind of feel, which is no surprise because it's basically an Opel uh, GM. Uh, European subsidiary uh, kind of a design. So mm -hmm. it, it uh, rides well, handles well, has this uh, very taut feeling and uh, pretty decent fit and finish, uh, very easy infotainment system. Mm -hmm. It's a nice car. Yeah. Thoughts on the Regal? Yeah, absolutely. Again, it's, 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 it's this name. Reusing these names is almost problematic. I mean, anyone right. who's driven a, their, their grandma's Buick Regal, this is not what we're talking about. No, um, there, it, Buick... doesn't, it doesn't float. There's no wire wheels. No. There's no vinyl top. You know, that, I'm, sure, I'm sure they're putting them on in Florida. I'm sure. But um, no, it, it's really an eye-opening car when you drive it. It's not what you expect from that nameplate, um, a Regal, um, but it's, it's, it's a great car to drive. It's very sporty. It's it's well-tuned. Yeah, I mean, you, mm -hmm. you can get a stick shift. You can get all-wheel drive. There's a high-performance uh, GS yeah. version. Your version. Your That's version. my version. Yeah. has my initials. Which, you know, which, which actually <laughs> it's is... got to be a topic. Which is surprising <laughs> for GM, because the Regal GS, every time I've driven it, it's just a mellow, well-rounded car. It's not, you know, like the old days of GM performance sedans, where you would just put the stickiest tires on it. You'd take out any sort of suspension compliance. It's a very mature, very nice car. They really need a GNX is really what they need to do with that car. Oh, that but would be nice. Anyway, 300 horsepower, all-wheel drive, that'd be nice. Or, or a Grand National. There we go. Um, another big trend in this year's top picks, Subaru. Subaru's got three of them. Subaru's doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Why does Subaru do so well, Gabe? They are very uh, kind of focused kind of cars on what people really want and really need. And mm -hmm. uh, so very unpretentious designs. They have the room, they have the visibility, they have easy controls, they have you know, decent ride and handling, good fuel economy, they're reliable. So it's pretty much giving the common person out there everything they need. Right, I mean, they have three picks on the list. Uh, compact, best compact cars, the Subaru Impreza, uh, best midsize sedans, the Subaru Legacy, uh, best small SUVs, the Subaru Forester. Right, so new to the list is the Legacy, which outdid uh, every competitor in the midsize sedan category. Last year, as you remember, it was the Honda Accord. This year, it's uh, the, the uh, Legacy. And the Legacy is impressive because it's, it's, it's this very unassuming car. Well, it's interesting. It's, I mean, I, I think you know, Gabe described what Subaru is pretty well, but I mean, they are not going after you know, every new whim of the industry. They're mm -hmm. not going to go and you know, make them really you know, stiff and let's go you know, be the first ones to put all the infotainment things in and they don't work. Um, I mean, it's, it's a very conservative car company. I mean, they still have like a lot of glass area. 
you know, they still have these, you know, now they are putting in infotainment systems that are pretty good, but, you know, they were, they were a little bit late to the game. But um, they know how to do the fundamentals. They know how to make a car that's reliable. They know how to really tune a vehicle for good ride, good handling, quietness. Um, I mean, they're really making solid vehicles that are good choices. Right. Um, you know, and it was funny, the other day I got to drive a Forester again. And it had been a while since I've driven a Forester. You know, and you, you start to think, yeah, is this, you know, was it really that good? And you drive, it's like, it's immediate, you're immediately at home in this thing. You know, it just, the packaging is so good. It's like sitting in a terra uh, terrarium, you know, all the glass around you. Just so easy to drive, so easy to live with. And the Impreza, the Impreza's got a ton of space for being such a, you know, for being yeah. a compact car. I mean, you could argue that the Impreza isn't the least expensive among compact sedans, but you get a lot of car. First, you get a ride that doesn't beat you up. Um, it, you get uh, a lot of room. You get the all-wheel drive, and yet you get competitive fuel economy. Mm -hmm. um, uh, recently, they just uh, made the CVT a little more palatable, so it behaves a little bit like a regular tranny. They've also upgraded the infotainment, the, which exactly. used to be horrible. Mm -hmm. The Forester will get that as a running change right. soon. So, yeah, uh, just just very well-rounded cars. You know cars that people need, basically. Yeah, I mean, again, they, they, buck, they buck these trends, you know, and, and I, I, they're just these little trends. I mean, you look at, look at most small SUVs out there, for instance, compared to the Forester. Mm -hmm. It's like every generation of, I don't care what it is, if it's a RAV4, the CRV, or a Rogue, what do they do? A little, little swoopier lines. The yeah. back window gets smaller, <laughs> smaller and smaller, smaller and turns, it turns into a, you know, the Range Rover Evoque, which mm -hmm. has like a little slit that goes around the back, right. you know? And it's like, you don't need to do that, you know? I mean. And they didn't. So you got the glass area. There's room in there. It's it. They're they're great choices. Another very practical, great choice is our pick for midsize SUV, which is the Toyota Highlander. Yeah, Toyota Highlander is a very easy car to live with. It's very functional. It uh, it uh, has a uh, eight seating. Um, also has a seven uh, seat configuration, but uh, it gets a competitive fuel economy. They made it a little. Uh, more stylish this time around, and uh, it uh, rides and handles not like a boat uh, that it did before. And it's, it's a very easy, competitively priced kind of a vehicle. Yeah, it's a really well-rounded car. Yep. You know, and the funny thing is, is our, we just went to sell our Highlander, uh, which we paid about 39000 for. The auction price was like thirty five five. dollars The oh, resale value is insane. Oh, the resale value is, is great. I mean, my father-in-law has one, and Toyota dealer always wants to buy it back from him. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's to the point, you know, friends of mine were shop, just shopping for an SUV. You know, they talked about a used Highlander. I'm like, don't bother. Just go, go get a new one. Spend a couple grand more, get a new one. Uh, another vehicle that's been on the top picks list before uh, is the Honda Odyssey. Best minivan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, they made the car a little more stylish, you know, this time. Um, you know, they... They did do that, but it's still a great, great van to drive. I think the styling since that 11, that, that 11 redesign was controversial, but it's mellowing, mm -hmm. you know, things it's mellow out. It's growing on me. Yeah, but you know, uh, top-notch crash tests. Mm -hmm. uh, you get forward collision warning on popular, you know, once you get leather, you, you get the safety stuff. Uh, and it's not a penalty to drive at all, actually. It's, it's kind of enjoyable. I think it's probably the best Honda out there. Yeah, I mean, it's a very well-rounded car. And we've said before that, you know, if you have a family, this is it. This is probably the most practical, most versatile vehicle you can buy. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that it's, it's there for another year. 
another car that's made it again for another year is our top pick luxury sedan. That's the Audi A6. Mm -hmm. What makes the A6 so good? Audi is, continues to be on a roll, right? I mean, Audi is making cars that are reliable. Um, they know how to tune these vehicles. They ride great. They handle great. They're fun to drive. It's roomy. Um, it's got all the luxurious appointments. Um, it's got all the features in it. Um, you know, and, and when you have a car that's you know, big like that and feels nimble, mm -hmm. um, it just really makes it a blast. Yeah. Gabe? Yeah, I love that Audi A6. Uh, it's, uh, it's my favorite in that class. Uh, it has a great interior. It's very plush. Very, it's nothing glitzy about it, but there's, a very, there's an innate quality there. And uh, the infotainment, uh, although that takes some getting used to, uh, but eventually it's very logical once you, know, you live with it. It does what you expect it to. Right. I still think the knob rotates the wrong way. But anyway, at least it does what you expect it to. It's not like Q. It's not like my Ford, my Lincoln right. Touch that I touch the knob, I touch mm -hmm. a button. I don't know if it's going to do what I want it to do. <laughs> you know, these knob systems at least... They're reliable. Well, and, and, and that's it. That they are reliable systems. I mean, mm -hmm. we, we we have the reliable from our reliability information that these systems. Sure, they take some getting used to, but they continue to work. They're not freezing up. They're right. not lacking up. They actually work. So that is, that is better than some competitors. Yes. And if you yeah. like, you were saying, if you do want something that's sleek and something that's very eye-catching, you can always go with the Audi A7. Mm -hmm. You know, which is just the more expensive hatchback, super sleek version of this car. Yeah. A car that I absolutely adore. Uh, our last top pick is the is our top pick for green car. Once again, big surprise. It's a Toyota Prius. Yes. Surprise? You know, it's not a surprise. It's been a long time uh, running now. Um, you know, what, what's, I think the surprise is this. I mean, Toyota Prius came out, what, 1999, 2000? Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time now. And we've seen so many hybrids and electric cars, they come and go. And um, no one's really tried to, they've never really figured out how to really truly compete with the Prius in terms of, you know, what it costs, the efficiency, the practicality, um, all those things. It, it's, still, it's still the one. Right. Yeah, the, the car has become such a commodity these days that it might be a little bit of a surprise still Prius. I mean, I mean it's been, there are sexier technologies out no, there, we, we electric, plug-ins. No, we, we uh, talked about this before making right. this pick. You know, do we go with the BMW? I mean, the, we don't have reliability on the i3, but the i3 is the most, the BMW i3 is the most um, fuel, most efficient, let me just say efficient car we've ever tested. Right. But uh, with the i3, you know, it's not, uh, first of all, we don't have reliability on it. And uh, it's not for everyone. It's a $50,000 kind of car. And even with the range extender, you're still limited a little bit. So in terms of uh, being pragmatic, the practicality, the affordability, mm -hmm. the functionality of the Prius still untouched. You said it before that when it comes to practical car, I just want car, C-A-R, <laughs> car. It's Prius. It's reliable. The resale's there. It's, it's economical. Um, there, you know, a big question that's going to come out of this, this list is why is there no pickup truck? What did you guys do? Where did the pickup <laughs> truck go? So the category is a bit in limbo these days because uh, the Ford F-150, the big news out there, we, we're, we have two of them. We're not done testing them, so we don't have a score on them. And uh, the Ram, which was our topic uh, last year, has the uh, reliability that's deteriorated, so that's out. And clearly with the F-150 out there, you know, once we finish our testing, I mean, not to let out the secret, but, um, you know, we're not going to have reliability on the thing because it just came out. So that's we're going right. to have to let them be out there in the field and make sure, make sure they're, they're holding together before we 
dub a, uh, a .pick. Yeah, and but. in the meantime, we'll see if the reliability goes back up on the Ram and, and the, the, sure. the Silverado and the Sierra Twins. Um, a couple cars that I think came close. You know, I always like to talk about sort of honorable mentions mm -hmm. here because, you know, you brought up one of them. The Mercedes-Benz C-Class would have been our top pick for, for sports sedan if that thing was reliable. That is a very... We don't know. Well, if it turns right. out to be reliable, which yeah. Mercedes has not been doing well recently at launching reliable cars. I believe both the CLA and the S-Class were... Mm -hmm. Right, both really, really spectrum. Really both, unreliable. Both right. uh, but the C-Class as a design is a very nice car. Very nice car. Uh, it drives beautifully. It has a gorgeous interior. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's luxurious, it's sporty, it's very elegant. Uh, it's giving up yeah. nothing to a three series right. when it comes to Well, I mean, it was, it was really impressive because, I mean, you know, after we drove the CLA, we're kind of like, what the what? You know, this is, is this the new face of uh, you know, Mercedes? Well, the face is good, it looks good, but I mean, inside, it's like, is this what we're getting from Mercedes? Mm -hmm. um, to drive that C-Class, which is just a, you know, honey, I shrunk the S-Class. I mean, inside, it feels <laughs> like an S. It, it's yep. got that same personality to it. That, that luxury, that, that, that look to it, that everything about it. So it was really, it's, it is a joy to drive. I hope it is reliable and I hope, I hope it becomes our top pick because yeah. I think it's a great choice. It's a great car. Uh, the other car that's a great choice, and if we had an 11th category for best station wagon, would be the Super Outback. Yeah, so uh, it benefits from pretty much everything that uh, the Legacy benefits from, which is, you know, good, good ride, good visibility, good uh, uh, functionality. Um, but uh, With we don't have a category for a uh, raised all-wheel drive wagon. Well, it's, it's, we'll, we'll give it an honorable, you know, the legacy. It's a legacy yeah, wagon. It's exactly, it's, yeah. Yeah, just consider it a legacy wagon with Basically. a similar cargo space. Yeah, yeah it, it's a great choice. It's a really nice car. So that wraps it up for this year's list of top picks. We'll see you next time on Talking Cars. Find out more about our 2015 top pick cars at ConsumerReports.org. We'd love to hear from you. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, or you can watch it on our Consumer Reports YouTube channel. Chat with us on Twitter at CRCars. We'd love to hear your comments and may help us shape our show.